my dressing gown. He'd long since grown comfortable sporting about in the altogether for inspection by others, provided the surrounds were comfortably warm. Around Genevieve Wyndham, his state of partial undress slammed into him like two freight wagons galloping at each other from opposite directions. The practical part of him spoke up. She's seen you in less than this. You're exhausted. Take the bloody dressing gown and bid her good night. But that sensible, familiar voice could barely be heard for the greater din created by what he saw in her gaze. She was visually consuming him, taking in every muscle and sinew, cataloguing joints and textures, even as she clutched the dressing gown to her like a shield. Were I modelling, he said as he approached her, my exposed skin would probably be oiled, or when needs must, coated with butter, the better to catch the light, particularly if the scene depicted is dark. I apologize for the lack of attire, my lady. He tugged on the dressing gown. She didn't give it up. What kind of oil? I prefer, his brain became befogged, with her. Yes, he wanted to sketch her, wanted to unearth all the artistic and female confidences she'd denied him, but he also wanted her to sketch him, though he'd have to keep his breeches on. Bid her good night. What kind of oil? she asked again. Fragrant, soothing scents. Jasmine appealed strongly. When one must hold the same position for a length of time, the more relaxed one is, the more successful the exercise. She ought to tell him she hadn't known he modelled. Small talk relied heavily on polite untruths. And then he could tell her he hadn't provided that service to anybody for years, which was not an untruth. He no longer needed the money, and he no longer had the time. More to the point, the woman ought to be running from the room in high dudgeon, or at least sporting a furious blush. Lady Jenny handed over the dressing gown and watched him shrug into it with something like grief in her eyes. My lady, I bid you good night, and my compliments to Kessmore on the quality of his wardrobe. The garment was lined with silk, and yet Elijah wanted to drop it to the floor so Lady Jenny might continue to regard him so ravenously. Will you model for me, Mr. Harrison? She might have challenged him to a duel, so fiercely had she thrown down the question. He'd once had the same kind of determination, willing to travel through war zones to see an obscure Caravaggio. My lady, you flatter me. But my journey will take me away. No true gentleman would have obliged her request. No true artist who understood the limitations of her station and the relentless clamouring of her artistic inclination would refuse her. Among all the dilettantes and dabblers to pass through old Antoine's studios, Lady Jenny was one of few students to possess a germ of real talent. You said you had only a few more miles to go, Mr. Harrison. Give me half an hour in the morning. The nursery has excellent light, being at the top of the house. I cannot be private with you when I am en déshabille. He should not be private with her when in a coma, and they both knew it. I did not expect that you would be. Fleur and Amanda would find it most curious were you to appear unclothed. After breakfast, then? The prospect of travelling even a few more miles in miserable weather had no appeal, and she'd taken him in when he might have perished for his stubbornness.
Then, too, given how fiercely she'd regarded Kesmore's daughters, Lady Jenny wouldn't be focusing for long on a sketch when the children were underfoot. A half hour, then. My thanks for the dressing gown. She left, and this time didn't bother with a curtsy, nor he with a bow. He ran the warmer over the sheets, then hung the sumptuous dressing gown in the wardrobe, where the scent of jasmine was even stronger. When he laid down on the lovely warm sheets, the same fragrance assailed him. Elijah's last waking thought was that Lady Genevieve had given up her bed for him, and taken a colder, more humble chamber elsewhere in the house. This eased his last lingering hesitance about giving her a half-hour of his time in the nursery. A half-hour lounging about in the morning sun was small recompense to the lady who'd provided a virtual stranger food, clothing, shelter, and a night surrounded by...